just don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. Understand? I don't give a damn. This is who I am. Who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. This is what I am. What I am. And I just don't give a damn. Take me as I am. As I am. Still pumping, told on the culture, you know that my doja culture game over, soldier, I'm coolin', be on the sofa, niggas is posers and I'm the sculptor, don't mean it as soldier, but fuck the vultures, I feel them the dopeness and proper dosage, I crank up the focus to get it amplified, feel it's in the skillet, but still it's some bigger fist to fry, designed to recline and sip the chateau, plotting on You are listening live, uh, of course, unless you're not listening live. Uh, this is the Pro Wrestling George East Coast cast. It's Wednesday. It's November 9th, 2022. I'm Travis Bryant. Joining me, co-host extraordinaire, Cameron Hawkins. Let's go ahead and get that down. Cam! Welcome to another week of uh, East Coast cast on StreamYard. Yeah, man. We are in here. I shout out to my man Manny Ramirez. Thanks for congratulating us on episode 601 in Germany. It's appreciated. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Manny. Appreciate it. Uh, Manny Rodriguez, not Manny Ramirez from the Boston Red Sox. Apologies, by the way. Uh, (laughs) um, I don't want to talk baseball. Don't bring it up to me. Um, I'm sad, sad boy here. Uh, But again, this is the East Coast cast. We're live. It's, It's Wednesday. We've got. We've got topics on topics. We got Crown Jewel. We got Crown Jewel Fallout. We've got uh, busted celebrity kneecaps. We've got uh, a lot happened in the last week. A lot of good, interesting things happened, and um, we'll we'll get to that in a bit. Let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information uh, before we get to gabbing. Um, hey, Craig, I, what did I just say? Um, <laughs> I, I still th- the third week on Streamyard. I, I asked in the group chat and I didn't get a response. I'm not sure if anybody saw it, but I need to find a way where we can be streamyard.com slash a thing. So I can just say that and not, mm. you know, because at this point, it's streamyard.com slash XB99MMCQXF. You know, so if you caught that, join us. <laughs> but, but Cam, uh, will post the link to the show in all in in the uh, in the comments. So whether you're listening live on Facebook or you one of the YouTube channels or uh, Cam's Twitch, you will see the link and you can join in and uh, get in the queue and all those things. And that was for you specifically, Kylan. Oh, there's Kylan. He was bugging yeah, me for a for, for a link. Okay, good. Um, yeah, so hit us up for a link. We'll get you on. It is boom. It is up now. Oh, no, uh, yeah. You need the, if you want the, uh, I'll put the, uh, the invite link in there. Oh, oh right. Those thing. are, those it's are two. Are they? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, we do have, uh, we do have ways of contacting us. Drop us an email. East Coast cast. Oh, I'm sorry. East Coast audio show at gmail.com. Uh, let us know in the subject of your email which segment, VIP or non-VIP, that you would like your email read. Drop us a line there. You can find us on Twitter. Find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. 
find my personal Twitter at TravLord. You can find Cam at Seahawk. That's C-E-E Hawk. Uh, speaking of C-E-E Hawk, follow along on the Twitch, twitch.tv slash Seahawk. That's another platform to follow along, watch along, chat along, listen along. Uh, so hit Cam's Twitch, join the chat. All kinds of fun and shenanigans happening over there. Well, the best dating site, adult dating site. Um, and the last badge, bastion of Get Adage, find us on Facebook. The Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch East Coast Cast or just search East Coast Cast uh, or PWTorch. I guess on StreamYard, you can just do that. Search East Coast Cast. I'm sure we, we pop right up, but we still need a need a, need a thing. Um, give us a like on the Facebook fan page. Tag your wrestling pals uh, after you share it on your timeline. Tag your, tag your buds in it. Spread the word that way. Um, yeah, so like I said at the top, there's a decent amount to talk about and any of it can can be a a, a headlining you know like the, a newsletter or a week weekly deal so i'm gonna as as always put it in your capable hands where do we start this week um probably the uh the results from crown jewel are a good place to start um probably like the biggest news coming out of it um and it's weird to say it's the biggest news, but, um, you know, Roman Reigns successfully defending against Logan Paul, but they went 26 minutes. They had a full-on um, match. They had a whole yeah, match. 26 minutes, got really good reviews. Um, you know, Logan Paul put out the super athletic stuff. Um, says that he tore his, uh, I think, MCL, PCL, and one more thing in his leg uh, about halfway through the match. Um, so, you know, if that if that's the case to go, you know, 13 minutes or so after that, um, that's that that's pretty gritty. Um, you know, you wonder if he was somebody who had more experience, if he would have done less, you know, but toughed it out. Um, everybody who saw it says it was really good. Um, yeah. And, and Roman retains and, and we got to see who's next now. But apparently Logan Paul had a really good showing. Um, of himself during that time so yeah do we know if the knee came on the frog splash table you know selfie table spot announced table uh, spot? i feel like it was before that but i don't ah, know okay. um okay. you know he did that like he did the uh you know buckshot lariat which boy on one leg i don't know how you make it look as good as he made it look um because i saw the clip on twitter um real smooth but yeah um all dies on the announce table must be filmed on cell phone from here on out. Yeah, it was really cool looking. Um, just I don't know if they plotted out how good that would look. Uh, but yeah, that, that did look good. So yeah, um, you know, for the third time, acquitted himself really well. Um, who knows how regular he'll be, injury or no injury. But uh yeah, yeah, good for him. A good main event, apparently. So yeah. Yeah, it's been nothing but. I mean, rave reviews. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, surpassing. I don't know. It's up there with how, how I guess it's a different feel, especially three matches in. But remember that feeling when Ronda Rousey made herself, you know, kind of acquitted herself finally uh, as far as like, oh, she knows how to do these things. She can do the physical moves. She has the timing and the, and the everything. 
Um, at least then we, we we thought she had maybe the everything. But it's kind of like that with Logan Paul. Like, man, he's just shockingly good at a thing that typically takes people uh-huh. ye- years to become decent at. And yeah. he's he's showing up uh he's showing up on in main events and in high profile spots with a lot of attention and a lot of a lot of pressure and 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 passing with flying colors of course, apparently even yeah even the people who come in you know for one off matches just to do the the spots here's a big jump right. even um, former wrestlers yeah have, he is he is surpassing know. that he is doing really really well um apparently so yeah um, you know, this is the thing he wants to do. He'll surely be able to keep doing it. Um, you know, brought his brother along, like with him to have his back. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, other stuff from that show. Um, you know, apparently, Braun and Lashley was apparently really, really good. Um, we'll probably talk about Braun a little bit more later. Wait, um, Brock and Lashley or Braun and Omos? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Braun and Omos is apparently really good. Um, Brock and Lashley went like four minutes, I think. I think it was really fast. At least um, the official part. I think it was decent amount. Before they brawl before after, that. Okay. And um, our Bianca and Bailey was good. Uh, yeah. So it sounded like a solid show overall. Um, but you know, we're we're kind of. That thing exists, but even by WWE standards, once it's done, it's pretty much done. Um, they don't really like revisit or dive back into it too much. What do you mean? Specifically? Like the stories don't necessarily carry on from there for the most part. Even though like Bailey Bianca was happening beforehand, like there's not Roman Logan Paul going forward. I think injury or no injury. Um, oh sure, yeah. So yeah. That's the only thing. I think everything else was in continuity. Yeah. I in said, context. Uh, Usos and, and Brawling Brutes. And it's kind of what I wanted to get to. Yeah. So I had a conversation with somebody back in August um, about what happened on Monday. Apparently, this has been in the works for a while. Um, it's something that's really kind of near and dear to Woods specifically. Um, having a not final match because you know they'll go back to it, but the last hurdle before the Usos either become the longest reigning champs or don't be in the new day. Yeah. Um, I thought that if you God, if you take Riddle out of it on Monday night, um, it's Damn. a very, very strong revisiting of of probably i mean i my favorite wwe feud period um based on longevity <clears throat> based on importance uh based on quality of match, match quality based on promo quality based on how it solidified both teams as serious teams in different ways um but yeah a lot of revisiting about you know the usos had a leg up coming from a family of wrestling um the new day had a leg up not having expectations. Like they they found a way to really play off of each other. Yeah. Why these things made them strong and, and why these things did. And I thought it was really, really w- done well. Um and so yeah, we got this last hurdle of 
and, and even the Kofi Mania stuff, I thought was really good. Like this thing doesn't happen if we don't have that respect for you in the moment. There's just really, really smart stuff. And yeah, this Friday night, man, we're going to have, um, you know, the biggest match between the Usos and the New Day, because this would be the Usos surpassing New Day as the longest reigning tag champs. This happening with all the stuff in the bloodline going on, too, I think is really good. So, yeah, um, big deal Friday night that's been building for what seems like years, but they really did solidify it as you need to see this on Friday. This thing is going to map. Um, no baseball going against it. Um, right. There'll be some NBA, but damn NBA. Can't nobody get over 500 that matters. So, And it's November. So. Uh, I mean, but even still, if, if you had very good Lakers against very good Warriors, sure, um, that's going to take a lot of viewers. So, yeah. Two things about the the, the match Friday, like it, it, I wish it could have gotten a little more hype beyond. Granted, they gave those guys almost the first uh, half hour of, yeah. of Raw to do everything they had to do. But I wish it could have gotten a little more, a little more press. Um, but we still got two days till Friday, and also I hope come Friday they do the Dusty Rhodes thing. Of obviously this is the main event. Uh, Usos New Day is going to be the main event. Mm-hmm. So for an hour and twenty minutes, you're getting as many opinions from as many wrestlers mm-hmm. and personalities, and maybe even. Uh, if they have a backstage person that's been there longer than, uh, you know, like you can't ask one of those new women that just showed up that we barely know. Like, oh, what do you think of, you know, ask somebody that's been, that was there when they were feuding years and, you know, for the last few mm-hmm. years. But anyway, um, I hope they do that. Like they're, what, 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 what do you think? How do you, do you, do you do so win and, and, and break the record or did the new day play spoilers? And just getting everybody's opinion, heels, faces, non-answers, just some things that could be implications for the future. If you ask, uh, if like say um, the Viking Raiders are there, um, and they want to establish themselves, they could say something to forward or to to plant a seed for a future future deal. So yeah, I'm I'm excited uh, for for the thing. What I was not excited was. Matt fucking Riddle ruining damn near a perfect back and forth, mm-hmm. give and take, line for line, you know, <clears throat> line for line in the hip hop sense, you know, going line for line, line for line. This is how we get down kind of thing. And it was like nobody got the upper hand for too long. Everybody made valiant, a uh, 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 valid and, uh, salient points like everything the new day said was on point logical historically accurate everything <clears throat> the uso said same thing with the with the added emotion of you don't know that pressure you know you don't know the expectations um you know you weren't in the ring with my uncle you ain't never been in the ring with my dad mm-hmm. just it bought so much to one segment between you know uh two 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 uh two acts that have a history and then matt riddle just and it's not even him it's the fact that new day everybody played into it except jay 
It was like, okay, I guess I'm what I'm supposed to hate Jay for ruining the fun. No, I fucks with him <clears throat> because he got things back in line. Exactly. Like, ah, come on. They, that was, um, I thought that was, that was tone deaf. I think on paper, like they're clearly going for a tone. So it's not like, well, you went out there and it turned into a thing and we already had a thing planned. So I didn't know the emotion was going to get like, no, 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 no. This is meant, like you said, this has been planned. This has been looked at uh, from the past. Like, oh, I hope we get this opportunity. So they are not going to go out there. And uh, this was not New Day's or the Usos idea. I absolutely guarantee it. I will be willing to bet a lot of things. Uh, that they were like, do we have to? And they were like, yeah, we need this six man and whatever. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you got the six man, you got uh, Riddle taking the pin. I, I don't think that was like- a good thing. I was like, that's what you get, yeah. you fucking asshole, for putting your nose in grown folks' business. I don't feel like that gives like the Usos the upper hand or anything. It just really felt like a one off thing. Like this, yeah. this close to everything so mm-hmm. you know we'll see um what i want to do real quick is i think i got it here let's let's adjust um let me see is it gonna let me do this hold on there we go you just put it on the other screen yeah Okay, what we got? I'm coming. Let's see. Where are you? Where are you? There you are. Beautiful. Okay. So, Trav. Mm-hmm. There we go. Zan, share screen. <clears throat> Let's talk about this deal. All right. So, Bianca retains. Yeah. Um, Yoshirai and no 411 Mania. You can't is, send me shit. Is, is Bailey wearing Kane's? Uh, it looked like 2002 yeah. outfit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Bianca retains. Um, Dakota Kai, Io Sky win back the tag titles. Nikki Cross uh, participates in the beatdown on the three of them. So we talked about this a little bit last week because well, didn't she cost them? Cost them the titles? Yeah, I, I believe she, so. She, she did something. Yeah. So talked about this last week, but it's looking like, um, and Bianca sealed it. Like we're gonna settle this in war games, right? Mm-hmm. So now you have Damage Control and Nikki Cross. You have Bianca, Oscar, and Alexa. Okay. Yeah, yeah see something. Let me. I'm sorry to interrupt. Bailey comes back from a nine month knee injury, and they say, "Yeah, Bailey, we need you to back to back to back months ladder match, last woman standing, and war games. Mm-hmm. Could you, could you, you know, keep it extra wrapped, extra tight with the gold? Last woman Oof. standing. Yeah, do it all. Oof. Um." So, yeah, so now we got, you know, the team set, at least the sides. So any idea who the fifth is on the heel side and who the two baby faces are on the uh, on the opposite side? I have a harder time 
with the baby face uh, side, I think well, well one's going to be Candice LeRae, so I think it kind of evens things up. I I don't know who those fifth people are going to be, and I think they're going to have to be on the same level as each other. So uh, we already got Mia Yim back. So are we going to get two more? Two more? Brandy Rose. So if you got Mia Yim, you think it would be Rhea Ripley joining them? Because, like, they're mm. literally against each other right now. Yeah, you you could. But... So what I think's happening there is okay. you getting a Survivor Series, a traditional Survivor Series match with uh, Judgment Day versus the club. Okay. So it's that's it's only that it's only four on four. Well, who's the who's the four and, and Rhea Ripley? No, 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 no. But the Judgment Day has has four men, don't they? They have three. Mm-mm. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, so oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, so it'd right. be four on four. Um, <laughs> DDL Smooth about to get blocked. All roads lead to Brandy. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Ain't no goddamn way. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Um, do you think, like, if everything worked out, you think Sasha and Naomi are too big in this spot? Dude, it, I think the logically the second or the the first baby face the first uh, fill in is Candice LeRae right mm-hmm. like she's the only woman uh, that's been ha- that's had somewhat of a high profile issue with, with damage them. control, yeah. uh, so they'd have to be on the opposite sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think other. like NXT. I don't feel like has anybody that's strong right now. Um, at least on the babyface side, I think we're. I think we're. I think it's going to be returns for both sides. And that's what I was going to say. So if it's a return, um, who's injured? On like, is anybody injured or has been injured? Like Charlotte's there. Do yeah, you bring Charlotte back? That, in that spot? That's that's no. You as much as I don't care for Charlotte and uh, abhor the push she gets. Um, uh, that is she's. No, that's not. I don't think Becky's healthy yet, though. That's the yeah. thing. Like, I think it's only been three months mm-hmm. since SummerSlam. So I don't know if Becky's healthy yet. Um, makes sense. Had an issue with them. Like, you know, was against them right after that title match. Makes perfect sense. Right. But I don't know if she's healthy is the thing. Yeah. So so if it's pure if it's flat out returns, who who's interesting enough to make that I don't think you do Sasha or Naomi. I think you have to do both of them. So if that's Candace LeRae, if they announced Candace Ray before or Candace LeRae before, uh damn, I'm like, who you got? You know what I'm saying? Like people I'm thinking of jump ship. Like they T- over there at AEW. Like Knox got mentioned. Huh? Uh, DL Smooth says Tegan Knox. I mean, somebody you asked for. We asked for. <laughs> I feel like. Do you think the fifth is going to be announced before the show? 
No. I'm going to, I'm going all the way and saying they're both going to be returns that they're going to make a big deal out of or feel some kind of, you know, special attention paid to them. Uh and it's going to be you got to, you know, and they'll both be number 5. <laughs> so they're going to make us wait all the way as they should, as they yeah. absolutely should. Shayna's with Ronda right now, Craig. Like Damn. Shayna's with Ronda. Um we're going to talk about that too. From two woman power trip beating shit out of people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's strong enough in that spot who hasn't been there. Like, I do think it's a good spot for a Charlotte. Um, you know, who's been out something very do. And which side would she be on? Uh I don't remember. You might put her on the heel side, move her to yeah. Raw and have her feud with Bianca, but I wouldn't do it, but you know. Oh, speaking of feud with Bianca, did you see the little backstage literally crossing each other's path, Bianca and Rhea Ripley? I did. I did. Yeah. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> they know what they're doing. Uh-huh. So they yeah. know that's that that's a that's a WrestleMania main event right there. Um it's gonna end up being to me, and it's fine if it's to me. Like I, you know, it's cool. I saw I saw a thing about how she's still on house shows. She's, she's yeah, she's working, so she ain't Get just money. sitting sitting home getting getting a check. Um, Get money, but no, it's not going to be Tamina. Wasn't she in a, the War Games last year? Who or, Tamina uh, on NXT? Oh, maybe it was. Mm, why would mm, I don't know? Uh, maybe I'm tripping. That's what we talking about, Darrell. Who's the fifth? You know, who's the fifth for everybody? Assuming t- Candice LeRae is the fourth. On the babyface side, and uh, I think they're going to hold them both off till the show. I think Cam agrees, but I also think they're going to be both returns. So who could it be? I have no idea. Hmm. But I, but I trust it. You know, it'll it'll fit. I hope. <laughs> uh, let's talk about um, Shayna Baszler getting her groove back. Whew. Yeah, I can't believe I just. I just despised this woman. Still do. She's still a human garbage, but I just appreciate her. I wonder if I can find that me. Ugh. 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 She, yo, Natty's face was spaghetti. Like, that was crazy. Um, Let's see. Shayna. Natalia. Me. That's kind of how you spell Shayna. Nope. Shine? Like. That's Shine? Ooh. Can't about to get a sketch Show off the platform. That's fine. I took the sound off so they can't claim that. <laughs> this. Pulled the knee pad down. And everything. Woo! And she just, her face exploded. Shane is so good. And Rhonda's. Yeah. <sighs> so, so this is the thing. This is going to, this is just going to be a tailor made. I built you up and. I'm going to become super controlling over things I have no business 
being controlling about like man i mean i can pack my own shit or i can you know cater my own uh, you know call my own reservations or do i don't know what it <laughs> what it's going to be but shane is going to help rehabilitate rehabilitate uh shana baszler uh, ronda is going to help rehabilitate shana and she's going to get her groove back just in time for shana to have a really good showing like last six or four or six in the royal rumble mm-hmm. um for ronda to start like i think whatever's going whatever the issue is would would be that's boom that's when you that's when you start and and then shana eventually doesn't you know how long is she gonna be like disrespected or or talked down to or whatever belittled or whatever they go with the, the, the healness of because I think when you line them up together, yeah, Shane is a garbage person, but Ronda's a real garbage person. Like, like for real, for like, I hate Shane because of TV and how effective she is at the role she plays. Yeah. Like, I don't like Ronda Rousey because of her role in fucking life. <laughs> just you know, not her professional stuff, but just how. She, anyway, um, so yeah, so then you got. Not a a baby face turn for Shayna Baszler because she's never going to be like, but if Ronda's playing a good insufferable heel, people are going to want to see her. And she's beating everybody and she's tearing people's arms off and shit. Yeah. Um, And she's going to hold that title and have a stronghold on it. And that could be a part of, you know, the contention, you know, Shayna wants that title. Eventually, once she gets her groove back, what's she going to not she, you know, she's going to be content not being a champion and just carrying the champion's bags essentially every week, hanging out with the champion. But yeah, so I think we're going to get some good stuff with them in the next six months, uh, slowly but surely. But I think that's the match for that for uh, for WrestleMania. Shayna no, and, and yeah. Ronda, absolutely. And they're starting that, and they're starting it now, just like Rhea and Rhea and 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 Bianca and Triple H. I think even confirmed in some. I don't know if it was a one of the investors calls or whatever, but he confirmed we are looking at WrestleMania today. We are shopping ideas. And it's like, that's what I like to hear. Exactly. You know, because even if, because what you do then, even if you're creative and I'm not like, I don't want to say like I'm uh, getting ahead of bad booking, but even if your creative isn't so good, you just tell a mediocre story. At least it made sense every step of the way. Exactly. Right. Like it had a format of a beginning, a middle, and end with maybe a twisted two here and there that made sense and was logical and added to the story told. I'd rather have that uh, than, you know, WrestleMania just get pulled together in fucking March. For sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess the last thing, uh, WWE related theory, uh, cashes in money in the bank against Seth for the U S title, um, and comes up short. Uh, I feel like that was just getting the thing off of him so we can move on. Clearly, clearly, because it doesn't make any sense. It's an open challenge. So the title's on the line. You don't have to put anything up for it. You just got to get the spot. And if they made it a point that this was a, would have been the only way he could get it because, you know, Seth beat him 
twice in the last, you know, mm-hmm. six weeks or probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, when. But they didn't even try to tell that story. It just, it's like. Um, did it. It's like USC. Right. So. so. Uh, what's my man's name? Lincoln Riley. Coaches at Oklahoma. Recruits Caleb Williams. Uh, kid from Maryland. Beats our asses last year out of nowhere. We were up like 30 points, but um, he's your freshman quarterback. USC has a coaching staff. USC has a starting quarterback. They got quarterbacks in the pipeline that they've been recruiting, right? Mm -hmm. New coach comes in, new staff, transfer rules, say he gets to bring his quarterback, right? Same thing over here. You get Um, to wait, wait. If you're well, a coach, you can bring well, your not bring your quarterback, but there's no longer that I gotta sit for a year and there's a transfer portal. So you can leave and go where the fuck you want. Oh, that's that's absolutely a plus. Yeah, Coaches so, can do it, so students uh, athletes should be able to do yeah, it. Yeah, so you can go to the school with the guy who recruited you if he leaves, you know, without oh yeah, I, yeah. I must have missed that part. Okay. Yeah, there's the okay. don't have to sit. So same thing here. I mean, Theory is the guy Vince wanted to be his quarterback. <laughs> um, and, you know, Vince ain't in charge. And so it's like, look, I understand he put you in this position. I understand he promised you these things. They don't fit into our scheme. So not that we don't like you. We just don't think this is for you. So let's get that off of you so it's not lingering. Let's get on to something else. And, hell, maybe they figure out a way he still does something great. But it seems like right now I, – I wish they didn't dress him down as much. Like if if the goal like have Kevin Owens literally dress him down on TV, um, like if the goal is to gotcha, then okay get us. But if he's really getting defined down, it kind of sucks because it doesn't seem like any of this was your fault. You know what I mean? But like, hopefully you're not damaged good at this point through no fault of your own because the wrong guy put made you start. You know what I mean? Well, if if we're going by what we've seen of him in the last month, um, I don't think he's a guy you just wash your hands of. Yeah, him and Seth went crazy last he week. He had a banger. Oh, yeah. yeah, like two weeks ago, they had a banger. And then he he's cutting decent promos. He's got good intensity. He's like a fine up-and-coming, you know, young star. Like That absolutely should be, you know, booked with the future in mind. Mm-hmm. Like he might. But... The trajectory they had him on six months ago, yeah, probably not not so much. Probably shouldn't have been like you said. Shit, the <laughs> coach shouldn't have had you starting in the first place. Now, uh, yeah. So, you good over there? What you're saying? Uh-huh. Oh, there you go. Okay, just got kind of. Oh, because I'm hitting buttons. See, pulling up the. Pulling up the next thing. Um, yeah, what is what we got? Oh boy, because you know, there is this right? Is this it? Oh gosh, they've changed this so much. Um, AEW is having a title eliminator tournament. Are, are you are you aware of this, Travis? No, okay. So one of the things I do like about AEW 
is their title their title eliminator matches. Okay, so basically, let's say you're the man in some other promotion, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you can face the champion of AEW and do well enough in that match with the ch- or win the match, and then you're considered a contender for a future title shot. Okay. Um, who's done this? Mancer's done it. Um, I know some guys from Japan have done it. They had Lee Moriarty do it uh, last week. If you beat the champ, you're uh, all of a sudden the number one contender or top five contender for the world title. And you'll get a title match eventually, right? Okay. So typically, that's been restricted to um, world champions and other promotions or somebody who won a tournament in another promotion or things like that. But now at the damn pay-per-view at full gear, we are going to have a title eliminator tournament with a bunch of guys who have never been world champion uh, anywhere. So Kenya, I know. So I'm is that the, that's the pre res quit? No, they just kind of set it up like that. Um, oh, let me okay. see. I'm doing like the infinite mirror screening. Let me fix this. Um, let's see. Let's go second screen. Okay. So take a look, Trav, at the tournament. Uh, starting tonight, you have Eddie Kingston and Ethan Page. And then the other quarterfinals are all Friday. So Bandito and Roosh, Lance Archer and Ricky Starks, Brian Cage and Dante Martin. So one of these eight men is going to be the number one contender um, after full gear for either Moxley or MJF's world title. Well, I guess we would have to start there. Uh, does Mox retain or does MJF finally, you know, finally get his world title? I think we should wait. That should be an in-depth conversation for next week. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, of course, this I'm sure we'll get the result of this first, but who comes out of it as champion definitely affects who's gonna be the number one contender. Right? I sure. mean, if if Starks wins, it could I I think that, that could be. Uh, I'd be interested to see a feud between uh, Starks and Mox and Starks and MJF, either or. So that would keep that match. It wouldn't make it obvious. Like, oh, okay. Well, there's no way uh, X retains, mm-hmm. you know, or, or Y wins. So I, I think with a guy like Starks, and it's probably a lot of, like that with a decent amount of their talent. Like, mm-hmm. Not everybody's a defined heel face kind of thing, but um, yeah, that would keep it super ambiguous because yeah, who knows which direction they would go if Starks won where they would want to, where they would want to. Yeah, that'd be interesting. So I, I think kinda, we kind of see that now just for that reason. Yeah, <laughs> and like I can't, you know, you know, I can't, you know. I mean, you just got you've got it set up. You've got Brian Cage is going to win against Dante Martin, and then Starks gets like if you're telling the story of Ricky Starks, there are things. Yeah, weren't they stable mates? Because like I don't want to know because I don't want to tip a hand. But this is absolutely enjoyment as a fan. It's set up for Starks to be in the finals. Like it just is right. 
Like Lance Archer barely been on TV. They did have Brian Cage in the main event last week, but I just don't think that. I mean, he's an ROH guy right now. Um, so I don't know if they'd even say, hey, ROH competitor is number one contender. Unless it's like they're going to defend the AEW title at the ROH pay-per-view, which they could do, right? Um, but could. it looks like Starks is going to win that side. Now, the other side is super interesting because Ethan Page chucked MJF across the damn ring last week. Uh, one of the uh, fantastic – or two weeks ago fantastic visual of him giving him the edge and and like both of Paige's arms are like gone through and Max is just all the way in the air. It looks great. Um, but it looks like, I think it's going to be Ethan Page Starks in the finals, right? It just seems like that. Um, you know, it's, it's not the same, but it's similar to back in 2010, Somebody, somebody actually reminded me that they were six years old when this happened. I never felt so. Old. <laughs> oh my Back god! Ten when uh, oh, they Lord. had the battle royal uh, with the guy who had never been world champion. Like only guys who had never been world champions were in there. Sheamus wins and then beats uh, Cena at TLC for the title. Right? Um, it kind of looks like that because these are guys who have not been world champion on like a major stage, but like Bandito and Roosh. Should be really, really fun. Um, but I got I got Ethan Page and Ricky Starks in the finals. Um, it seems like I'll just say this. What you're seeing here, these plans are different than what the plans were a week and a half ago. So I don't know. I can't call. <laughs> I think it'd be a, a a little more interesting having Eddie Kingston. Uh, so Starks. the thing about Eddie is like you've been telling this story about Eddie getting in his own way, not winning the big one. Mm-hmm. I don't think you put him in there against Ethan Page in the opening match if the goal is to have him win. Like, well, well mine would be him getting to the finals and losing to Starks. That's how I see. But that's how I see it jumping. Which I, which I totally understand, and that's why I'm saying that too. That's why I wouldn't have had them like him on the side with Ethan Page. Okay. Because it just seems like Ethan Page is the de facto physical front man of uh, Stokely's group now, and so him having like them having a beef with MJF immediately, it just seems like Ethan Page is not going to lose that in the first round. You know, um, but yeah, I do think that promo wise, Kingston and Starks, because um, what? Oh, because this is what happened. So this is Friday. So whatever happens this week, you got two nights for promos next week's Dynamite and next week's Rampage. And so, yeah, I think they would be the best promo against each other, um, Eddie and Rick. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's I absolutely got Starks winning his side. Um, I think that in order of likelihood of winning the thing, I got Rick one, page two, Eddie three, even though Eddie's going against Paige. Like I don't see brand new bandito no. or still kind of new, kind of undefined Roosh. I don't see them 
in the finals at full gear because I don't think that there's a clamoring for them to be in that spot. Um, but there's a, a story you've been telling with these other guys, um, specifically Kingston, Page, and Starks, that I think that it makes the most sense. They've even done the thing where um, Rick and Max have been in the ring together across from each other stop dead in their tracks and attack somebody else and so that's like something they've played up on tv and hmm. so yeah there, there's some definitely some ways to go about this um but there's yeah. also unnecessarily there's there are ideas of making max a full-fledged baby face I mean, you can have all the ideas you want. Yeah, I just think that that really complicates the idea of, I mean, if Paige wins it, okay, but he would be the only guy if Max won the title that you kind of go with there. And even though it's beef, I don't think there's a feud there from the jump. Um, So Rick will be interesting. And let me say this with an audience listening, with an audience that'll hear. Wouldn't it be nice if a uh, winner is coming so Starks will get a title opportunity in Texas? Listen to me. I know you really like that one episode of SpongeBob. I know you like your Tabasco commercials. Wow. Texas is not a monolith. Austin is three hours away from Dallas. They're not the same world. If anything taught you Texas is not one big place, look at the voting yesterday. Every place with people voted one way. Every place with tumbleweeds voted another way. Texas is not one thing. So this idea of man from Austin getting a title shot in Dallas as a feel-good story means nothing. Nobody thinks like that (laughs) who's ever opened a goddamn almanac. (laughs) <laughs> so just stop. Yeah. Um, like, not that it won't happen, but proximity is not what's causing it to happen. So just, just think. But um, yeah. So what could be interesting about it, though, if you do have Starks win, they're in Austin the week before winter is coming. So. That's a chance to, if you have a heel Max or you have, because Rick's a face now. Right. So if you have a heel Max or if Mox is still around and you got, I mean, Mox is a full-fledged baby face, but still violent baby face, upstart baby face. I think Rick can cut a really, really good promo upstart. of a crowd that's into him. And that play up into the next week. So I think there's something there, but um, like a, again, looking at this bracket, like not even because I know the guy, just looking at this bracket, um, knowing nothing, it feels like he's set up to win the thing. Yeah, no, it just makes to yeah. me, yeah, yeah, just looking yeah. at it, it just seems like it'd be set again. And you tell well, yeah, Darrell, I fucking said that. I know the title shots at winner is coming, but that's what I'm saying. Like the week before, they're in the guy's hometown, well, new hometown. And yeah. so you can have that uh, you can have that go home promo about 
I deserve, I want, I've been needing, you know, however you play it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. That's uh, anything non, I guess, TV? Um, like, yeah. Okay. I mean, we, we're going to talk more about that show next week. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. That's fine. I mean, there's Braun who just. Talk about somebody getting in your own way. Like, what? Why? Exactly. What? Like, talk you, about unprovoked. You un- went from not wrestling, like, wrestling wasn't your thing. Um, you were you were powerlifting or bodybuilding. Guy sees you at a show, says, hey, come do this. You take to it. Um, you, you do work hard when you get here. You take to it. You put transform, the spot. Transformed his body from a from a power from yeah, a, look great, one of those uh, power man guys to got a, put into this amazing spot. Got your got your world title. And you know, I always ask, like, I is this guy ever going to win a world title? Because normally people of that size booked the way he was don't win world titles because they don't um, they need them and then how do you get yeah. them off what are you gonna how, how do you get, you get, it, get off? it off of them exactly exactly um so pandemic uh stuff yeah so, you know things were happening but then they gotta let you go because they're paying you too much damn money um well and that's not even your fault at this point because you know you know where the money was going but <laughs> they gotta let you go because they're paying you too much money um and this is after you basically like shit it on mm-hmm. independent wrestlers trying to make it, then you become an independent wrestler with your homeboys. Uh doesn't pan out. Nobody's coming to those shows because not even close to paying like so that's and it's and that's not even like that's no shade, but there's a lot of people whose personalities will never know, and that is the best thing for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the social media age, athletes probably make more money than they ever would have, but it's costed some people some of that damn money because we know too much about you. Yep. But independent in in real time. In real time, yeah. Independent thing doesn't take. So then you get brought back, brought back into the fold. And you immediately you immediately start making excuses. Well, I I never I worked. I said I'd never work for anybody but myself and Vince. Mm -hmm. And now I'm back working for Vince. So shut it up. And, you know, kind of super defensive uh, posture and, and, and responses to people on Twitter, which you don't even have to. You could have just took that L like, yeah, I said that dumbass shit. I'm not even going to I'm going to leave Twitter alone and ignore it. But no, he had to respond to people asking oh you know you ain't controlling your narrative no more huh what do you you know just being smart ass internet folks that's just comes with the territory of life and uh yeah and now he's out here so you go and have a bang oh yeah you're taking this uh remember last week trav you were like yo is this like is this it for omos like is this if this doesn't pan out Mm-hmm. Does he get defined down? Do they figure out something else? And then they go out and smoke it. Yeah. They go out and smoke it. And everybody's saying y'all smoked it. And you get on that plane and you start talking about, yeah, we smoked it. Nobody thought we were going to smoke it. I guess they would have preferred if we were a little guy, independent, blah, 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 flip, blah, blah. Flip. He, he went to the old flippy floppy uh line that you know was uh, was whacked 25 years ago uh, all these flippy do i mean that's a, it's a 
valid criticism in a lot of cases, but it's just an easy, uh, uncreative, knee-jerk kind of, yeah, oh, I, they would have, you know, we were some flippy-floppy guys, big men always better. Like, just unprovoked? No one asked for this? <laughs> Nobody came at his neck, at least publicly, or at least that he responded to directly. It was just like, where did this come from? And, of course, people, his own colleagues, people that work with him and around him were like, wow, what a fucking dick. <laughs> you know, in, in so many words. Like, way to be a dick on in public and let everybody see your dickish ways. Why are people paying for check marks? Because they want that validation, I guess. And $8 is a cheap way of getting some uh, some validations. But I have a... I have a go-to saying, if every if everything is X, then nothing is X. Right? If if if, if everything is uh, offensive, and then then nothing is. If you're just offended by every single little thing, then or every just then nothing's offensive. If you take things to the extreme, then nothing. And this is the same thing. Everybody has the opportunity to be verified. People got verified for very specific reasons. Yeah. And I thought we agreed at least as as a as a Twitter culture like eh, that's that's it's not a tiered system of haves and have not. Like I guess in a way they have a blue check and yeah. but and have it's this is really this person. Right, but it's a like reason. Yeah. It's so people can't you know, but it's in the last couple of weeks, it's turned into these fucking blue check people with their privilege. Like, yeah, well, they're just that's they did enough things to get a blue check where yeah. Twitter was like, oh, we you're you're popular enough that we're going to need to know that we have you. to make sure that this is actually this person, because if someone's impersonating them, it could be detrimental. Like, that's kind of the the what it's based on. Like, of course, like. I don't know. Chauncey Billups is not gonna <laughs> tell you to, to to vote for somebody who's gonna rob you. Like you know, there's stuff, but it's like this is really this person from this publication or this source or this movie or yeah, it just I don't know. Okay, but anyway, um, yeah. yeah, again, Braun is just. I don't know if. He seems like an, a person who goes to the beat of his own drum. I think he's he's shown that with the haircuts and and the, the CYN stuff. And, you know, he just he's decided the world is one thing. And I remember that table for three with Daniel Bryan and Ryback, where Bryan is just going in on Ryback. Right. Mm-hmm. And like you saw a lot of that with his like Braun's co-workers, which leads me to believe Braun is that dude who just be saying, like, weird shit, and you'd be like, dude, you're weird. And mm-hmm. so, like, of course. And the people who are good at roasting probably get his ass all yeah. the time. Nobody's, like, afraid of him. You know, they're not, right. like, worried about getting stuffed in the locker. Like, we're grown men, and you're yeah. an idiot. You know what I mean? So, again, you got blessed with a great opportunity twice. Just get out your own way, big dog. Just get out your own way. That's all you got to do. Oh, yeah. 
Okay. I think uh, those are all the main, main, main topics, the ones that were worth worth bringing up at the top. Um, yeah, let's 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 talk to some folks again. Y'all got the link. It's in the in the chat. Uh, Cam, if you want to throw that in there again, uh, get in line if you want to if you want to invite on to the show proper and talk to us and the audience. Uh, hit the uh, hit the link and we'll get you on. Let's start. Oh, uh, did we mean to start that? Okay, so yeah, so the the link is up. Get at us. Let's uh, start things off in Newark and talk to Kylan. Let's. Uh, no, he was munching on a little something earlier. Let me make sure he's uh, <laughs> make sure he's all good. Kylan, what's happening? What were you eating? Some crab rangoon? I looked, looked kind of no, uh, <laughs> a whole a whole chicken and okay. French fries. Did you see my man from Philly eat the whole rotisserie chicken for, for every day for 40, 40 days? Nuts. <laughs> I heard something about that. Yes. I love me some Sam's Club rotisserie chicken, but I don't think I could eat a whole one every day for almost a month and a half. I don't know. It It, it is good. Costco is, is just as good, though. Okay. Yeah, Sam's Club gang over here. But all right, what's on your mind? What you got? Um so I I know you two did not view Crown Jewel. Correct. But let let me just say Michael Cole continues to prove himself to be a lot better than than what he had been the last 11 years before Vince McMahon left. I saw something in the group chat that's, I think one of our homies Steve said, Michael Cole just had the call of his life. And that was it. So I, I don't know what match it was in, what the context was. Was it the Logan Paul Roman stuff? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, he has something to work with. So, yeah. No, Michael Cole is good. Like, there's a reason Michael Cole has had a job for 25 years, uh, and is uh, arguably the best at that job in the industry. It, um, I think he is the number one, the number one announcer in all of wrestling as far as qual- quality and consistency and all those things. Go ahead. It's so sad that. It's so sad that that Vince McMahon wa- wanted ma- wanted Michael Cole to purposely stink pretty much f- for the last eleven years. Yeah, I mean, he didn't want him to stink because that would hurt hurt his hurt his product. But he certainly didn't want him to. He didn't maximize and want him to be all he could be. You get what I'm trying. Absolutely. To say. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. He let his quirks override his uh his ability to produce good TV and good good announcing. 
So, yeah. my, my first question for this week mm-hmm. concerns f- f- future WWE signings. Well, well, really, both both questions do, but they both contain separate layers. But for the first part, with with the re, with the releases of Sloane Jacobs, Erica Yawn, Bodie Hayward. Who thought and, he was coming up to the main roster any day and, now? And and two other individuals from the current incarnation of NXT. Do you believe that these releases were designed to pave the way for more international or recognized? independent or national wrestlers you mean like nick aldis somebody like that that i i was getting to him in in the second portion (laughs) of my question yeah i don't the international part i don't know if that's if international goes necessarily goes with recognizable, like maybe to a small portion of the, maybe to Boris who's on hold now, you know, like he, and by international, we mean mostly Japanese. And then you throw some uh, Mexican wrestling in there too. I don't, I don't think that even you could say, well, Vince was in control. I don't think that worked out so great. Five years ago, after say the Cruiserweight Classic, and uh, you could say, well, they didn't get the one guy who would have made the different made a difference, and that was Kota Ibushi, and they got uh, Tazawa and Lince Dorado and all those folks that didn't necessarily move the needle in any 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 recognizable way. Um, I don't know if that's just the I'm stuck on the international part, but recognizable, absolutely. I mean, that's the name of the game to try to get folks as that are as over with as many people uh, as possible. At, at least for Triple H, maybe Vince not so much. He wants folks that ain't even done nothing in the business. He wants to coach them up from the from the ground up. But um, yeah, go ahead, jump back in. Keep keep in mind though, code. Kota Ibushi purposely didn't want to sign. Oh, a, absolutely. I, I did, a, yeah, yeah, I recognize he didn't w- want to be there. A WWE deal, probably because he knew Vince wouldn't use him in yeah. the same fashion that Triple H did. All right. And Kenta. I didn't mean to snub, you know, snub anybody, but uh yeah, folks that just didn't necessarily work out so great. And and the one guy who might have didn't want to show up. He was like, nah, I'm good. I don't wanna not under these terms or you know, however, whatever whatever made him turn down 
multiple deals. If, I, if my 2016 memory uh, is 2017 memory is correct, whenever it was. So, all right. What's your second thing? And now this the second portion of of the same question mm-hmm. which you alluded to Travis mm-hmm. with with Nick Magnus all this lamb basting <laughs> the, Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan is not happy about getting lambasted either. And the National Wrestling Alliance power program as a quote-unquote bad wrestling show. Oof. And with the two people who who despised him in WWE, either demoted or gone completely. I, I'm speaking of Bruce Pritchard and John Laurinaitis. Mm-hmm. Does this set up Nick all this now entering WWE, especially since? Nick's wife, Mickey James, has maintained a positive and cordial relationship with Triple H during her entire 17-year association. Yeah. Which in and of itself is a, you know, the way, (laughs) just just think about how she was booked and treated, not even on TV and character-wise, but you know, with the with the whole John Cena thing that, that nobody's supposed to talk about, at least you know publicly, um, how she had and she she maintained her dignity and everything through all that, and and it's probably thanks all to Triple H and none of those other folks, Vance, Laurinaitis, Pritchard. Um, so I think everything is lining up that you're gonna that I don't know if the bad mouthing and lamb basin. Billy Corgan and Badmouth and NWA is uh, is a part of that, or if this is just something that he had to get off his chest. But it seems that all all the indicators are indicating that Nick Aldis in uh, the next year, however long, probably sooner, will most likely make a make a WWE debut. Yeah, when you look at, um, and I don't know if this is a the route they'll go, but um, if you look at the totality of like Bobby Roode's career as somebody who watched most of it, I think Bobby Roode's best individual run is his NXT champion run. I think it was amazing. I think you, you found a guy who was underutilized, um, probably was never the guy to be the very top of a major promotion, but fit in great as Longtime veteran, great look, spoke truth to power, and just looked good with a belt on him. Um, couple that with a great entrance, um, really good matches. Uh, I think it was a great run. I think Nick Aldis is a guy who, um, you know, as Bruce Pritchard, the way he carried himself was a detriment, but I think Nick Aldis takes himself seriously, works with pride, and I think that that's a great fit 
as if not top guy in NXT kind of gatekeeping that title, U.S. champ, intercontinental champ. Like he, he's not Gunther, of course. Gunther's on an amazing run, but guy who was good for a long time elsewhere is absolutely who comes in as your secondary champion, carries that thing with pride, and has good matches. Like I, don't I, am, Nick, I I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think Nick Aldis is ever going to be your WrestleMania main eventer, but he's 36 years old. Great look. Um, good talker. Good size. Good talker. Looks good in a suit. Looks good with a title on him. I think like those things help. And not only is he that, but he's also like in a different way than Bobby Roode. But the majority of people watching WWE have no idea who Nick Aldis is. Right. He doesn't. He doesn't come in with any kind of. Uh, preconceived, yeah, anything like they'd oh, have a the guy who burned out. out over there. Nope. Oh, that's the guy we didn't want. Nope. Hey, big, good looking guy, English accent. Mm-hmm. Uh, good matches. Yeah, I, I think it can work out for him great. Again, I never expect him to main event a pay per view, but I think he's gonna be good if, if they bring him in. Yeah, this this could be this could be something <laughs> really good and and. For folks that have been fans of his, and I've been a, a low-key Aldis fan, uh, I, I thought he was decent as Magnus when he was in uh, in TNA. It's one of the one of the bright spots they had, and and then you know twelve years ago, you know when he was if he's thirty six now, you know he's a up and coming blue chip prospect type, and of course they. Fuck that up, and it's just it was TNA into that in the mid two thousand. So of course they did. Uh, but yeah, I, this that's something I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to him getting an entire like getting you bring up Bobby Roode, but getting the Bobby Roode treatment in the fact in the ways of l- let's really get at who you are and present you in the like whoever came up with the Bobby Roode the interest and the glorious stuff like just tapped into something mm-hmm. uh in him that would work for him with the music and the look and the lights and the robe and everything how he carried himself it was different than anything he had ever done up until that point and that was meticulously him and Triple H just okay how are we going to present you and how are we going to do this so i think he's going to get that detailed hands-on close-up treatment uh from from the the main boss i mean does triple h not besides being in being from england absolutely triple h is like this is he looks at him and it's like you know spider-man pointing at at each other just the the size the kind of I don't want to dis- be disrespectful, but the plotting, deliberate, off you know, nature of their style mm-hmm. and offense. Um, yeah, so yeah, I mean, it, I, it's I like Nick Aldis is probably like the thing that worked against him. I think is that it's what it's twenty twenty two, so like. When was Wade talking about him being a guy that could be a guy? What, 06? We're talking mid 2000s, yep. So he's like 20. The worst thing that ever happened to Nick Aldis was when you was 20, you worked like you were 40. 
in a world of in guys, a, and in a promotion that had in, in a world of guys who <laughs> yeah. worked like they were 16. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and where where you would think that would be an advantage, like you was down there with the amazing reds and AJ Styles's and Christopher Daniels's, yeah. like you you were the wrong guy in the wrong promotion, and then the promotion you should have been in. The guy who was who was like making decisions didn't like you. For what? Oh, yeah. Do we even know why? Do we even can we even I, I speculate was, why this guy's full of himself? He takes himself too seriously. He's a fucking kid. Like you also, know, these used to be things that were absolutely we that. again. Uh, he is like uh, integral to a, he was to a professional wrestling. He yeah, was he was the yeah. the wrong. He, so you put L.A. Knight in '93 and you put Nick Aldis in '83. Everybody's they, getting money. That, <laughs> everybody's getting money exactly yeah, exactly yeah yeah, yeah. uh oh what you what you what are you what you heating up what you air frying did did you see uh <laughs> did you see boris over here when he had his he had his uh he had his uh what's the name skull cap bean uh you know wave cap on i thought he was yeah I thought he was. I thought he was trying to head off, head off the comments. You know, talk about his slick back or his little struggle ponytail or something. But then he took it off. Like, no, nah, I want. I'm, I'm bring the comments. <laughs> he just took a shot. Bring the comments. I see it. I was <laughs> Bring it. Your ponytail barely touching your neck, but I respect. All right, let's let's ride that that wave and uh, bring that man on. Let him defend his honor. Get his royal crown. Get your sit the can of royal crown down. And uh, <laughs> what's happening? I'm already boy? not a camera guy. Y'all just be. Y'all hey, be- you can you can just be voices. You got the you got settings on your laptop, <laughs> motherfucker. I'm, I'm, I'm actually this is you know I'm actually trying this. You know? All right, all right. I'm a, I'm actually a little self conscious about that type of stuff, but okay. Oh, so I'm the bully. I'm the bully now. I, 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 no, I really was bullying you. Trying to break it, you know, where it's like you don't just get up here and be able to talk. I've yeah. never been a guy that could talk like this. You know, I got you. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working on it because I enjoy these conversations you guys have about wrestling. This was the longest that we wasn't analyze, analyzing what was wrong with wrestling. We actually, you know, having it, whereas in, we want this guy to win, but his story is saying, you know. Yeah, it's it, fun when you can just it, talk about the wrestling right, and talk about the characters is. and not like, this sucked and right. this, this is horrible. I, that's, why I, that's why I texted. I was like, Kingston's dilemma is that he never gets the big win. Then you guys laid out the story where I, one of these guys can just keep him there, and it's like, man, do we give him the big one? You know, and it's like, you know, we have these stories we talk about. We're not analyzing it, what was wrong in this and that. I enjoy this part because I'm watching New Japan right now, and, and they got to turn it for, I think, for a TV belt. And I think it's for the young guy, the new young guys, but they put some older cats in there too. And so I wanted someone to win that I know we're going to win, but it was a banger. Ishii and you know one of the young cats went at it back you know a few days ago, mm-hmm. and it was a banger. And I was like, man, I know he, I know he can't win this, but you wish for guys like Kingston and Ishii just to get that one mm-hmm. before you know before they age out. And so now we, you know, when I found out all this is you know about to do his thing, the first thing you guys laid out his story is like, so he we can't even get him to come in at the top and actually just challenge for the uh, world belt. 
you know, like, like back in the day, Ric Flair came in at the top with a belt, talking about he was the real world champion. So I wish we can get stories like that where, you know, some of these cats from the other, you know, that held heavyweight titles and world titles could come in at the top as, you know, now that, you know, Triple H has run the top. Yeah. I would like for some of these guys to come in and just challenge at the top. I, You know what? I like that. Like, I would love for them to challenge expectations like that. And, like, the Billy Corgan thing makes it difficult, right? But that would be super cool. Former NWA World's Heavyweight Champion signed to WWE challenges Roman Reigns. Like, that would be great. That would absolutely be great. I think that I've been at least on the WWE side, desensitized to that just because it's only in the last three months that they even recognized a world title. Other companies. Right, right. I mean, so it would be a cool play on that since now they can talk about it. I think that... Is that a way you bring it NWA title has been defined down so far, not only by NWA being a promotion that only exists kind of digitally, but also... The the Jim Cornette stuff, the the Brodus stuff. You got Billy Corgan saying, "Can a woman carry a paper?" Like just right. He put his. They they've made missteps on their side to where Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's the smartest decision to make their world title seem like a really big deal. Then have somebody flip over and be like, "Oh, what is this bullshit?" You know what I mean? So I, I agree. But are you, is Triple H concerned about what that reaction to what is this bullshit, or is he concerned about the 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 what that? Because how many people are going to go? Let me go and see. Jump over to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly not the casual audience. They're just going to go. Oh wow, yeah. we're a champ somewhere else, and look does saying Bill shot with holding the title. NWA champion. Does that make a potential challenge to Roman Reigns? more important yes i think you bring them in and you do exactly that and you and you you give roman a one-off another one-off and then he can go hang out for five or six weeks before he comes back and in the meantime and after that after the actual match with roman reigns then you then you do exactly what you said cam he gets that secondary title and fucking holds on to it and he treats it like it's the like all right i, I couldn't I couldn't beat the top guy, the hottest guy going right now in the whole fucking world, uh, let alone the, the company. But look what I'm doing for this U.S. title. Look what I'm doing for this intercontinental title. Uh, that would be. And just do basically a version of 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 himself, like what he's best at and what he's best at is having on a, a, a really high quality suit holding his championship with reverence and respect and, and and carrying himself like like a champion. And there's no reason you can't do that while he's holding the second title. Yeah, let me say this too um, before I forget, and thank you both Boris and Trav for kind of bringing me back around to this. Boy, Gunther and Rey Mysterio smoked that on Friday. My goodness. Started off a little formulaic with just, you know. People got mad at me for saying that. And that's like, I literally said uh, they plotted this out on an Excel spreadsheet, giving them credit for how detailed it was. Like that, that Gunther trying to slam Ray and Ray hanging on and Gunther not being able to get him off. I thought Uh that was genius. I love that. 
um just really good physical especially at the end um gunther is really like he's having some wrestler of the year type stuff like he's killing it and ray is just aging backwards from Seriously. The time when uh you know a couple years ago right before andrade where we thought it was a wrap where we thought he had the juice no more he couldn't do the moves no more he looked like he was going slower like legitimately slower and was like no disrespect to krs1 right but it looked like he was rapping like rap used to be good when all these kids were rapping crazy that's what it looked like right but he's right back in it he's right back in it um yeah ray mysterio looks great uh what a match it was amazing yeah what you want to go check on your salmon <laughs> so as he's doing that quick question so what 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 heavyweight we could bring in in somewhere that has title reigns outside that we can actually bring into the top since we were on the subject of like Nick Aldis. yeah somebody in that something a similar can we, you know, because like I said, Triple H is constantly saying there's all there's the, the title isn't as prestigious, but there's all you could do the same damn thing with Jacob Fat too. Yeah, but saying MLW World Champion just doesn't mm-hmm. even even where in the NWA oh. title is, oh. you know, prestige wise in 2022, it still has a bit of cachet where you could where you could say that and even a casual. Uh, a fan might perk you, up at that, like you know. But the MLW title, yeah, yeah. like Okada, right? Because I don't know if we talked about it, but we're getting isn't don't we get Great Muda Shinsuke Nakamura on New Year's? Yeah, yeah, we do. like right. so, you know you got to feel like it's a do me a favor, I do you a favor type deal. Um, you know Okada at Okada Roman at the Rumble. Would be nuts. <laughs> I mean, could you could you bring it back? Uh, since we were talking about it, talking about him earlier, um, Ibushi, uh, Kota Ibushi, yeah, yeah. I don't. So the thing about Ibushi is like we know that he's one of the best to ever do it. We're very aware of that. Sure. But do you take guy who lost the finals of the Cruiserweight Classic uh, and put him as main event guy? You don't think enough times going by where I do, but yeah, do yeah. they? Big yeah, I think yeah. Yeah. but yeah, okay, bring Like, but I wonder how how deep they even go into Japan though. Like, can you do that without? Can you do that confidently without worried worrying about the criticism of you bite AEW? Because that's their whole deal, right? You know, who gives a fuck? And I got one for so, you too. Somebody gives a fuck, but yeah. that's the thing. Like, I understand you saying who gives a fuck, but you're still brand new at this. Are you confident enough to do this thing? Without worrying about what's happening on that side, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I, I I think the current folks would be. We we don't uh, know. Yeah. Like people asked if the honeymoon's over for Triple H because people are people and they. He's passed a hundred days. We talked to you know should, yeah, should it, it should be. I like, think Triple H is Teflon through WrestleMania. Graded on a curve. Like, whatever criticism comes up, I don't think it matters through WrestleMania. If WrestleMania is a banger, it worked. You know, so I got one for you guys. Look yeah. at the reaction that we got to Shibata. Shibata's, yeah. I mean, he's been a satisfied in, face. Boy. I mean, but he's been injured, and he and and like I said, he's constantly getting good reaction twice. He then came to AEW and got reaction that I wasn't expecting from this crowd. 
with you know and you know AEW ain't known for telling you who these people are they just walk in and I guess the people supposed to know him, but they he did get the good reaction. So that's a little odd. I, th- I would think they would uh, be like, "This is Shibata. He's from this place and that place." Wow! Like, what's the point of bringing a guy in if you don't fucking hype him up and, and, and make sure people know why he's taking up valuable TV time on your that's nationally that's broadcast wrestling program? Got Jeff Jarrett over there. That's the complaint too. Hey, these guys keep coming in and taking spots. Well, to be fair. And I went through this last week when Rich told me when we were doing the recap on VIP, I lost my shit. I was like, this is, I wanted, I was like, I wanted Jeff Jared off my TV 20 years ago and they're bringing him in. But because they bought him in the way they did, which was fucking dumb, having him this damn near 60 year old man, I don't care how good shape he is, beat up, you know, your current talent that you're going to be depending on to draw you money and audiences um just bring him in just just give him the fucking executive job and say he's the damn director of you know brand expansion or whatever the hell they gonna do why does he need to show up and do physical things on television to your current money drawing wrestlers that is he's, dumb as fuck he's so charming and he's oh, really, shut up he's I don't so care. charming charming my ass. Like, like, but i'm telling you like them those couple of minutes talking to him, mm-hmm. I just got it. I was like, yeah. that's why he'll always have a job. He'll always win over. Because if, if he can do that to a bunch of reporters and interviewers in, in five minutes, him sitting in your office for an hour telling you what he can bring and what he loves about what you do, it, it's going to work every time because he's Jeff Jerry. It, it, tough, so line, tough line, Jeff. Yeah, but again, I think the the bringing him in with the on TV was a terrible idea, but having him as your live events guy, who's mm-hmm. going to like, I thought that was a great position for him in WWE. I think it's an even better position for him in AEW because they really need it. They don't have the infrastructure yeah. like WWE does. WWE can plug anybody halfway competent into in that position. If they, as long as they use the same template that the last folks did, how, how wrong, how bad could business get? But Jeff Jarrett could actually turn around, not even turn around. It's they don't have a, a live. It's non-existent over at AEW. So he would really create and implement and provide the infrastructure of a, of a traveling live event, live touring, non-televised thing. That's a great position for him. Having him show up and put hands on, you know, guys half his age that are to be counted on. That was fucking stupid. But he going to crack Sting's head wide open. And I can't wait. Wait, wait, one more thing. My last thing. Yeah. Did you ever think you were going to hear Slap Nuts again in 2022? No, we shouldn't have been hearing that shit in 1999. It's a stupid fucking catchphrase. It's what dumb. Is Jeff Jarrett merch drop? What is What is a slap nut anyway? Like, I don't even get it. Maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's why I've hated it for 25 years. Like, I don't know what it is. What's a slap nut? It's because he doesn't like low-hanging fruit, Travis. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what it is. His whole career is low-hanging fruit. Fuck you mean. So, wow. <laughs> I'm lying. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Hate, um, hate, hate. Um, let's see. Let me check the uh, inbox. I think we only had VIP emails. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get to those in VIP. So, yeah, that uh, that about uh, wraps it up for another another week here on the live East Coast cast. 
Uh, we'll be by, of course, next week, same time, same channel. So please reach out to us in uh, one of the one or all of the the communicate ways. Um, yeah, trying to think any last any last words of wisdom. Nope, I'm I'm yeah. I'm, I'm fresh. Just out. Uh, early, either this weekend or probably early Monday. Expect um, I'll have something on with the ringer uh, for full gear about uh, a few they have going on that should be fun. Um, I'm working on something Friday for Pro Wrestling Illustrated. That probably won't be out until December, but they're both kind of the same thing, which kind of came out of nowhere, so they should be fun. Um, some some similar feuds that, that both companies are doing. Um, what else? What else? Maybe possibly streaming Friday night on Twitch, so some stuff going on over there. Um, yeah, it should, should be fun. Um, fuck no, Craig. What are you talking about? Um, but yeah. Yeah, yes, we're working yes, on good wrestling stuff. Almost did it. Almost did it today, but I just I, I thought it out of respect. I give it a, give it a week and let let my motion settle from one team to the next. Uh, but yes, might have had a flag and uh, all the other merch hanging up in the background too. Motherfucker, <laughs> get your commander's hat, Cam, and call it call it a week. So. Uh, do you do you have uh, skins? I, I know you had a couple. Yeah, items. I don't wear it anymore. There are definitely anymore. things that exist around yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. We'll uh, we'll we'll get at y'all next week. So for Cam and all the uh, all the uh, communicators, I'm Trav. We out.